Went to um, a funeral today. A fantastic man called Bill Graham. Some of you may know him. And I've been to lots of funerals um, in my life, but I've never been to a funeral where there was one word that was used, I want to say 30, 40, maybe even 50 times. Anyone know what that name might be? Yeah, Jesus. His granddaughter gave a fantastic eulogy and his, one of his closest friends gave a eulogy and the name Jesus just was kept saying, for people that didn't know Jesus, I'm sure they thought we were a bit fanatical, but we are, aren't we? Yes. When um, Jesus was in the wilderness, the end, devil tempted him. And the first temptation wasn't, will you turn, can you, if you're hungry, because he was hungry, it says, tells us that, can you turn this, if you're hungry, turn this stone to bread. That wasn't the first temptation. The first temptation was, if you are the son of God. So he came after his identity first. And that's not my teaching. I heard it the other day and I thought, wow, that's amazing, because that's true. He didn't just come and say, turn, if you're hungry, just turn that to bread. He said, if you are the son of God. So, so Jesus was, trying, was questioning his, the devil was questioning his identity. And for us now more than ever, we need to know our identity. And we sang it tonight. I'm loved by you. That's who I am. We are loved. Do you know that? I think you do because you're here on a Monday night. You don't have to be here. This is extra curriculum. <laughs> but you're here. And I think you're here because you know you are loved by Jesus. And he's always good. Always good, never fails us, never lets us down. If you've got your Bible, have a look at Romans 8, 26, 28. Scriptures we know quite well. While you're turning, I want to start reading. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. I wonder what that sounds like. I don't know what the Spirit sounds like. That's what it says. Wordless groans interceding for us. And he searches our hearts, knows the minds of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things, all things, God works for the good of those who go to church. <laughs> of course, it doesn't say that, does it? It says, of those who love him. And guess what that word love is? You know by now. Agape. It's the highest possible form of love that God requires from us. And if we do that, everything. It doesn't say some things. It says all things work together for good. For those who agape him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, we can't look at these verses through the eyes of our experience. Because I'm sure a lot of us could come here and say, well, that didn't work out for good. And that didn't work out for good. And that didn't really work out for good. But we can't say, oh, well, that verse can't be true then. Because that didn't work out for good in my life. We have to come back and rewind and knock your guitar over, and examine maybe why it didn't work out for good, and maybe it was because I wasn't agapeing him. Maybe I wasn't agapeing him at the time that it's not working out for good. So we have to look at these verses 
because this is the word of God and this is what it says and this means that it's true. God is not a liar. He says, all things work together for the good for those who love him. And I, th- and I hazarding a guess that that's you and that's me because we're here tonight. Something that we don't really have to do. And I trust that you agape him with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. Now, if you're, I don't know, we don't know all of you yet. And if you feel like it's not working out for good and you're 100% confident that you absolutely were agapeing God and you absolutely acknowledged him in the decision that you made and it's still not working out, it doesn't mean that scripture is not true. It just means we need to further examine and push into God maybe even more into his agape. It says it's going to work out if you agape him. It's going to work out for good if you agape him. So if it's not working out for good, just find out where your measure of agape is. The most important part of this verse, you see, is not all things work together for good. And we've, we've all heard it probably and probably seen it in some churches where there's a scripture on the wall that just says all things work together for good. And it looks very pretty, but it's not true. You can't just have half a verse. You've got to have the other half that goes with it. It says, no, it's not going to work out for good unless you agape me. And if you agape me, then it is going to work out for good because that's what my word says and that's what I promise you. So the most important part of that verse is not the working together for good bit. It's what's on us that we need to agape him and we need to acknowledge him in all of our ways, all of our ways and every decision that we make and what does that scripture say? Um, he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 6. Acknowledge me in all your ways and I will make your path straight. And I was talking about this in America many, many years ago. We were just sat in someone's house just talking. And we were, and we were talking about all these things. This one lady was saying, my life, my, li- my life and my marriage isn't brilliant right now. But I absolutely know beyond a doubt that I did not acknowledge God in this decision. So she was kind of bold and brave enough to admit that she, even though it wasn't working out for good, she, she took some responsibility because she hadn't acknowledged God in it. And sometimes we have to ask those tough questions, don't we? Did, it, did you put your fingers in your ear? La, 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 I'm not listening. I'm just because I really want this in my life and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen. La, 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 not listening. And then you have to come to God to ask him to help you because it's not working out for good. So our responsibility is to acknowledge him in all of our ways and to love him with all of our heart. Loving God, loving yourself and loving others, that's our requirement. And it means we have to follow the laws of life, don't we? If there was a, without knowledge, the Bible says, people perish So if there was an electric wire on the floor here and it was live and I picked it up, what's going to happen? I'll probably go fly. Great sound effect. (laughs) I'm going to pick it up and go flying towards Andy at the back there. Oh, no, Andy's moved to the middle. I was flying (laughs) towards the back there. Possibly, quite possibly, I could die. And I couldn't say this if I was dead, but if I just electrocuted myself badly, it didn't, if I said, oh, I didn't know that was electric wire and it was live, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whether I know or not. If there's a law there of electricity that means if I touch that, I'm going to badly damage myself. 
I can't go to the top of Blackpool Tower and jump off and hope to survive and say, oh, well, I didn't know about the law of gravity. So there's things in scripture that it behoves us to learn and to know because as you, if you, may, you may or may not know, ignorance is no plea in a court of law. And it's the same with God's word, isn't it? If we don't know it, that's on us to get to know it so that if we're learning afresh and continuing to learn that if I want my life to work out for good, then I've got to agape him. And that means I need to obey him in, in the laws of life that he's put in place for us. And we know that the verbal commands, we know that by now in here, is to agape God with all of my heart. Listening to God where science is concerned where medicine is concerned where food is concerned all these things that psalm says proverbs says acknowledge me in all of my ways that's every single day not just when we're here in church on sundays and again you know that here i believe all things work together for good for those who love the lord Acknowledge me in all of your ways, and I will, I will make your path straight. Acknowledge me in all of your ways. So if there's ways in your life, then you've thought, I didn't acknowledge God in that. And we can all do that. We can all look back and say, I'm pretty sure I didn't acknowledge God in that. But please, will you help me now to acknowledge you more in the everyday areas of my life, in the, in the things that matter? Jesus cares Jesus cares about us. And you'll all know again the story of the persistent widow in Luke. And it's a judge that she goes to. A judge. And this woman, absolutely, there's my time. This woman absolutely knew her rights. And that's why she dug her heels in. And she came to this judge and she said, and she was like, I know my rights as a citizen. That these are my rights. And I'm going to keep going and banging on your door until you give me what I know are my rights. And as children of God, we have rights, you know. We have rights. We've got these promises. And he wants us to be confident, and he wants us to know what the promises are. And he wants us to be able to stand on a firm footing and say, God, I have, I have built my house on rock. I'm confident. I know I'm loved by you. I know my identity. I'm not going to let the enemy steal my identity because I know who I am. And I know who I belong to, and I am seeking you, I am acknowledging you, I am loving you, therefore, my life is going to work out for good. For good for me, and good for the people around me. Great quote I heard this week, just as I close and hand back to John. A.W. Tozer, the great A.W. Tozer said... If you want to be holy, a word that we kind of shy away from because we think it means we've got to walk on stilts and, you know, talk like that if you want to be holy. Thankfully, it doesn't mean that. It just means liver, you know. Oh, were you? I was at the back. No, I wasn't. <laughs> if you want to be holy, then you must give time to God and not just intend to. Great line, isn't it? I think all of us, I don't know anything about your daily life with Jesus. Only you know that, really, you're the only one that knows. But this is going back to the knowledge, isn't it? You can't just say, oh, yeah, I love God, but don't actually spend time with him. It's in spending time with him that we get to know his word, get to know him, get to hear his voice. And then we can say, right, I know that I'm, I'm loving you. 
with every ounce of my being. I'm listening to you. I know what you say about certain things. I'm listening to your laws of life and of love. And therefore, I come and approach you as we pray now. We can come and approach him with confidence, knowing that we're acknowledging him and that we're loving him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Father, would you help us? Lord, many, so many of us have got a different story, a different testimony of how you found us, how we surrendered our lives to you. But we're, we're talking to you now on the 19th of February, 2024. And we want to we be closer to you than ever before. We want to know your ways. We want you to know our ways. We want to acknowledge our ways in accordance to your will. We want to we almost hear you interceding in those wordless groans for us. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. If any of us need, maybe need to repent, maybe we need to just say sorry and turn away from, from some ways that we are definitely not acknowledging you in. And so we all take that step closer to you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.